0: Art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN.
1: Hello, young swim cast citizens. Space Ghost here, uh, aka. George Lowe, inviting you in for all of the creamy, enjoyable listening goodness. Let's ladle some up right now, shall we?
0: Buddy, it's that time again. Time for another long-awaited swim cast. That's right. We're all here. John Jay, the leader, the Leonardo, if you will. No, I like. Uh, I've always Jason. liked Donatello. Shut up. Hi. Uh, you, you can be Donatello. Then that's thank the-
1: you. I am always Donatello. I, I have to be. I, I have to be. I'm. You know. I always like Donatello. I don't know. It's. It's the. It's the stick. And it's the the brain and the intelligence.
0: I always liked Raphael. Like none of the boys would play Ninja Turtles with me because I was a girl. They were like, "You can be Irma," and I think oh. I cried. Aww, who wants to be Irma?
1: No, they didn't want you to be April.
0: They had an April.
1: <sighs> Bastards. My wife liked uh, Raphael too. Anyway, you were saying, Trish. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Jason here. Jason,
1: which Ninja Turtle are you? I don't
2: know. I didn't watch Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> what? I never watched of, Ninja Turtles. None of none I mean, of the iterations. Not even the, the newer ones with like Seth Green as Leonardo.
2: <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> Seth Green's Leonardo? Or maybe he was uh, he was
1: one of them. I forget. I, there was one. There was one of the more recent ones where I'm like, Seth Green is doing the voice of the turtle. That's yeah, wild. I no, he was he was okay. Leonardo in the 2012 to 2017 version. Okay. Anyway. Um Anyway.
0: But it is that time again. Hi, yeah. Um,
1: Welcome Swimcast. Uh yeah. ha-
0: happy belated Thanks,
1: happy belated 15th anniversary.
0: Thanks, yeah. I guess I should be well, saying that to you cuz you're the you're kind of the starter of of all of this. Goodness.
1: I I mean, I guess. Uh, you know, fifteen over 15 years ago, I said, why isn't there a podcast about... Well, first I said, why isn't there a podcast about Aquatine? Because I'm apparently a big thing in Aquatine, so says the cast and crew. And, mm-hmm. you know, with the help of a couple of people, we, we started it. And it was kind of fun, enjoyable, and kept doing it and found out that he Aqu- brought some broad onto
0: the podcast. And
1: brought some broad onto the podcast. But we also what I was gonna say was we also figured out that Aqua Teen was a little too broad of a subject mm-hmm. to cover. So we started doing Adult Swim and then, you know, from there grew and it grew and it grew. And then it shrank mm-hmm. because people got, people got lives and people gotta pay actual bills with actual money. So yeah. now, now we potentially bring you one, maybe two or three episodes a year. <laughs> and this is that yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Although I shouldn't complain because according to stats that I keep getting, we're still getting numbers in different countries.
0: Yeah, so I'd like to give a, a real shout out to our friends over there in Turkey. <laughs> and Mexico. And Mexico.
1: And what was the other one? You said the Netherlands, too. Oh, yeah, Netherlands, too. A little bit. A little bit. Let me look... Let me double-check in, in pod track right now while we're talking, but... Um, yeah, Swimcast is... <laughs> our last episode we did, we covered uh, the whole HBO Max slash uh, WarnerMedia Warner merger, which I'm sure we'll be getting into something similar in a few minutes, but uh, we aired that in May of last year and apparently is still getting numbers for some reason <laughs> and, wow. it, and is getting them in, oh this one's, oh wow, Russia's listening to us, hello Russia Russia uh, sorry, sorry your country is uh, ass, your government is assholes oh 2% in Saudi Arabia, sorry your king is an asshole who likes to kill journalists
0: yeah yeah, very uh, sad
1: you no, know, but apparently the the other, the charitable stuff that I get said Turkey and Mexico and the, the Netherlands. So, and a little teeny tiny bit in the US, because I guess some people, you know, start to realize after a while, oh, hey, there's still a podcast out there about Adult Swim. Because yeah. there, there started to be other ones. I mean, mm-hmm. there were, they weren't doing the same stuff that we generally do. There was one podcast that I remain nameless with, People that didn't seem very friendly or generous. And then Adult Swim tried to do their own podcast, which in typical Warner Media slash Warner whatever at this point, decided not to and fired all their staff. Oh, great. And then, you know, there are other podcasts out there that do generalize like we were trying to originally. I mean, props to Ronnie over at uh, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm going to link him in the show notes. But, I mean, we're technically... I guess the the roundabout thing I was trying to stay, say is, you know, we're kind of still here for you. Uh, it's just unfortunate love we can't... You. We love you. We just can't do this every week at the current, you know, volume just because... and And to be honest, I wouldn't want to either because we could give you a show every week and then we'd either burn out or people, we wouldn't be giving them the proper content, I guess.
0: Yeah. I really feel like we started to burn out after a while and Mm. it's like, I think, you know, this podcast is important in, in a way. Um, and I didn't, I, I didn't want it to become a chore
1: yes as does as it as podcasts usually become i mean uh in the interim my wife started a romance podcast which she's been on hiatus now because they were doing one every week and her uh co-host has a lot of uh adulting stuff to do and my wife tends to have similar not not similar but some adulting to do herself and they you know they've been off for a while and to her point, she said we we want to make sure we're giving quality over quantity. Because mm-hmm. I mean this is the kind of show we could have we could have been doing it, you know, more consistently and, and been at like, oh, this is the five hundredth episode of the show. I mean, I'm I'm content with this being the hundred and eighty first episode. And uh, it's I'd a re- lot
0: of episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. In fifteen years, you Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, I guess guess what I'm saying is if people really wanted this show to be more than just one potential potentially more episodes a year, I mean I, I'll say it right now. If you want to email us podcasts at acpnet.net, and I'll put it in the show notes if you want to you know audition for us and give us reasons why you would be a, a great asset to the show, and then you know we'll just either you know rotate people in and out you know Trish doesn't have to be here I, I honestly I don't have to be the linchpin for for every show going forward I don't mind taking a step back if people want to contribute and I don't know
0: I I think you need to be on the show you're kind of the heart and soul mm, I
1: don't know I'd be I'd be content with not doing an episode or two and I think there were like a couple where I where I wasn't on consistently I don't know but Um, you know because the the other half of this and I've said this on on like the last few episodes is and I know we kind of said it uh, before we started recording we don't watch consistent adult swim that we know everything that's going on we're just I, I compiled as much news as I could and it seems like we have most of it under control this week but, um what
0: I don't know I, I watch Adult Swim a lot actually uh I I'm really into Bird Girl because the theme song is oh my god 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 and that's pretty much what runs through my head every day who's and, the girl who saves the world and,
1: and also as you pointed out to me and I can't stop looking she has a black upper lip
0: I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get over that either. It just, once you see it, you can't unsee it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I know. Well, you pointed that out to me and now I can't unsee it. I guess in a roundabout way, you know, we're here. We don't do this as much for reasons we just explained. And we're going to do it now because we feel it's, it's important to people who have listened in past, especially if you're still listening to the same episode from last year. at. In different countries,
0: can I just really quick point out that we have a Discord. Uh, we have Carl's pool. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. We talk about Adult Swim in there. We talk about a lot of things in there. Uh, we talk about being old people with butt problems. So if you love Adult Swim, if you love Carl, if you love his pool, if you or, have butt problems, or if you really like
1: nice. if you like Adult Swim, but you have no idea how to use Discord or just lurk in a chat and not say hello uh, you can stick around for about a month and then I'll uh, you know just purge you out of the server
0: don't say that that, that makes people not want to come
1: well then they won't lurk <laughs> right. let's put it this way if you genuinely want to chat with us about Adult Swim you can join our discord
0: and if you have butt problems, that's okay too. Tell us about them. Yes. Old people with butt problems. Yeah, it
1: says it's, right there. It's a generalized chat, but we also discuss adult swim from time to time. Yeah. As, as will we right now.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: What do you want to talk about?
0: God, I'm saying um, just like every other word in this fucking podcast.
1: Um. So I guess. There's been a lot of things that have happened since we've been gone the last year, the 12 to 14 months. (laughs) And I guess the biggest news is we had we had a merger last year that went through and then the merger decided to merge again. So we had the whole big thing last year was, okay. well, AT&T bought. Time Warner and was merging it into this big conglomerate called Warner Media. And then apparently AT&T in their infinite or finite wisdom decided, well, we're going to spin off Warner Media, but also we're going to acquire Discovery uh, Networks, which is basically Discovery Channel, Learning Channel, Food Network. Uh, learning
0: Channel's the best with all the 90-day fiancés. Yeah, I like, That's
1: how, my I, I like how Learning Channel actually became, lear- was learning originally, it was like ed- educational stuff. And then they went, hey, we're going to have a, a show about a family of eight where the husband's uh, a douche and the wife ends up divorcing him and then we'll cancel the show because it's not good.
0: No, no, she had her own show after that.
1: Oh, she did? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I didn't watch... I I don't watch... That's not my cup of tea. You know, Honey Boo Boo and uh, 90 Day Fiance. I love Honey
0: Boo Boo, but I like Trainwrecks. I like 90 Day Fiance. I love 90 Day Fiance. When Adam has to go down to work for a few days, that's all I do is catch up on 90 Day Fiance, because it's like... I, I don't know. It's just a complete train wreck. Some of it is too cringeworthy for me, but most yeah. of it is just so, beautiful, horrible situations. Right. But yeah, Discovery so, Network and WB merged. Yep, and they
1: said uh, AT and I don't know the exact minutia, but like Warner Media and Discovery got together, and now they're Warner Brothers Discovery. And it's got us concerned because when they merged everything into Warner Media and made HBO Max kind of the linchpin of everything, there were a lot of changes. You know, we had Venture Brothers getting canceled and staff being terminated and this and that. So we're a little reluctant to believe that there's, well, I guess at the moment, good stuff coming. Because it sounds like there's good stuff coming, but then at the same time we know from the last one that uh, that things are in flux. In fact, uh, someone had sent me a quote from Jason DeMarco, who uh, he was well, he, I think he's still in charge of Toonami, but he also got promoted recently. Where he basically said, "We have it." I think this was for Toonami in general, but it sounds like it's Adult Swim and other networks in that family proper. He says, we have a ton of plans for now. Our new bosses have sort of put everything on hold across the company as they assess what, what they want us all to do. We know it looks to fans like we're just sitting around, but we literally can't do much right now. And money is very tight too. Well, they lost the AT&T cash Cow, So now, you know, I'm sure they're making, I know, and we'll talk about this later that there's been a lot of movement in the what they call the T network so TNT TBS uh True TV have uh gutted their content recently and it seems like adult swims making some changes uh and that uh Trish is to your first talking point is that they cut Joe Perry's show
0: I know I'm really sad like I thought Joe Perra was great. Um I put on the document that your soothing late night show will live on in our hearts and dreams and HBO Max streaming forever. Mm. Um But I don't know. I just I really enjoyed watching it. It made me very calm, but it was very entertaining at the same time. Yeah.
1: My my thing is, I, I've only watched a couple of episodes and I kind of wanted to after his guest spot on Bob's Burgers. And it seems pretty silly because I I feel like the whole thing is just his his voice and his cadence of talking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I don't even want to do an imitation. And, and the fact that it, it's just, it's that, it seemed to fit with that whole typical Adult Swim absurdity.
0: Yeah. Adam watches this guy who um, is like, he'll recreate colonial times. Like, they built a log cabin. He cooks colonial food. Um, Adam actually got a really cool pork chop recipe from him. Uh, but Joe Para has been on several of his YouTube shows on his colonial YouTube channel. And it it's really cool watching him. He doesn't break character.
1: Hmm. Even even in the episode of Bob's, it was the same. He seemed like the same character. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those uh, kind of going back like forty, fifty years. The whole uh, Andy Kaufman as Tony Clifton. Yeah. Or uh, who am I thinking of? I was think- I had another name in my head well i mean there's emo phillips but that's that's more of a, of a gag than a, a character i think the guy who voiced uh shannon on home movies
0: which one was shannon
1: the one who was always stealing shit
0: mm-hmm. oh my god you oh. got shannon
1: you got shannon
0: oh was he the bully
1: yes yeah we're...
0: okay yeah yeah
1: we have to remind trisha of old Adult Swim stuff sometimes
0: <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, remi- right.
1: we'll remind her again of someone she talked to.
0: Since since I started working, my memory's gotten really bad because I have to memorize the names of every single person that comes into my work, oh. and it's just like, oh so, my god! So
1: you've basically been Johnny Mnemonic. You you lost memory. You lost Adult Swim information to adulting information. Yeah. Oh God, help me if I ever get to that point. Although although I've been losing words lately.
0: <laughs> oh no! I'm like I'm like. What is this? What what do they call <clears throat> this thing? Are you like Uncle Barry? You got dementia?
1: Oh God! Dementia. I, I hope not.
0: Uncle John, oh. is your dementia acting up? Oh no! His dementia's
1: flaring up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about uh, that in a little bit. So, yeah. So yeah, um... I mean, anything else about Joe Para?
0: I just I, I don't even know, man, I'm just really sad, Jason, do you ever watch Chopper? Nope,
1: oh really, that seems like something to be up your alley i
2: I just haven't watched any of the newer shows in a, yeah a long time besides I, uh smiling but, friends besides stuff.
1: smiling, Fr- yeah, I feel like that's yeah. that's been the the gist of what what we've been doing is you know it's it's not like that we're not watching Adult Swim, it's that we haven't been watching the right stuff. <laughs>
2: I mean, I I don't really watch much television in general these days.
1: Yeah, and I think that's part of it, too. Like, with Smiling Friends, uh, someone had a Discord watch party and said, oh, let's watch this one episode. And I'm like, oh, I'm hooked on this now because I really like Michael Cusack's stuff, and now this show has me hooked, so let me go watch the rest of it. It's on HBO Max. So, obviously... With the advent of all these streaming companies like HBO Max, it's given a lot of people another avenue where it's like, well, why are you going to wait or DVR something on TV when you could just watch it in bulk on the streaming app? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's just me. The other thing I wanted to mention is that Joe Parra might not be the last uh, on the chopping block, unfortunately, because there's rumors that either or of the Shivering Truth and or Ballmasters might be next.
0: The Shivering Truth was too much
1: for me. I never. W- I, that's another one I never watched. I don't know anything about it.
0: I, th-
2: I think I watched an episode or two of that, and it was it's pretty fun. Uh, it's I think that's PFR. Is it? it is yeah. super, is it super PFR? creepy? See,
1: that's that's something I would watch.
2: Yeah, it's like it's it's super creepy and it's definitely it, it's very PFR. Hmm. And I enjoyed what I saw of it. I'm surprised it's, I, if if it is them that and Ball Masters. I would say too. I'm yeah, Surprised Ball they're
1: still around. I I so. love Ball Masters. Did I watch the last season? I know I put I put it on I, I bought it on Voodoo and they have it on. But I don't think I ended up finishing it. But Christy Caracas is another one. Anything he touches is gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, Super Jail was just one of the. the mo- I mean, it started out it was like oh, Super Jail is, is a lot like Metalocalypse, but because of all the the ultra violence and everything. But his animation style is just. I can't explain it. it it's very fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with the, with the fights in super jail, it's like, it goes from one thing to another without even like missing a beat. And it seems like he, I think I said this when we discussed ball masters originally, uh, for those who want to go back in our archives, the fact that it seems like he really honed his craft. Cause I know he, he went back to school. I think at in, uh, Rhode Island, and I think he honed a lot of his craft because it, it shows. Like, if you watch Ball Masters and you watch Super Jail, there's definitely uh, an upgrade to his style of even even the fact that it's kind of more of an anime style, which I think was part of the intent. Yeah, definitely. But. Yeah, I I kind I hope I hope they're not done with Ball Masters, but at the same time, if, if Christie goes on to doing something else for Swim, that would be to their advantage. Mm-hmm. But uh, and
0: then uh, unrelated, you're oh, the Atlanta. Yeah, that kind of bums me out
1: because that was a staple in Atlanta. Every time I went to DragonCon and and paid them a visit, was they have this. For those who don't know, they have they had this Chagunda mural out front of the building. Even though the entrance of the building is in the back by the parking lot, <laughs> but in the front they had this whole mural where they dedicated like X amount of space to one of uh, basically every single show that was produced by Adult Swim. Like it started with Space Ghost and they tell you Space Ghost uh, established 1995, six or 95, whenever it was. And then it goes up from there. It goes Aqua Teen, Brack Shows, Sea uh, Lab, Birdman. And then it goes, more, you know, every single, like basically every single show, if not every single show. So it's like Fat Guy Stuck in Internet, Lucy Daughter of the Devil, uh, Frisky Dingo, uh, Moral, oral, and each one has their own respective, you know, picture and date. And they had it there for the longest time, and they were adding on more and more, even to the even to the point that they were continuing the mural in the back lot where the entrance was. And I guess for one reason or another, I know the last time I went there, they were in the midst of building a, a skyscraper next door so that's prob hmm. that was probably part of the reasoning i don't think it i don't think it had to do anything with h b o max or warner discovery It sounds like it was probably more of a uh like what a th- see this is this is what this is where i am in life i don't remember the word uh dezo- dezoning rezoning i guess you could call it makes sense where hey this mural's in our way we're knocking it down we need to build you know a hotel for who who knows what a hotel for parakeets or you know a thousand uh foot thousand stories of uh starbucks <laughs> And get, the, get this fucking mural out of our way. It sounds like it's more like that than, than anything else. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah. It sucks because I've never been to Atlanta. And that, if I ever went, that was one of the things I wanted to go see. So I'm never going to get to see it. And that
1: sucks. But yeah. I mean, at, least, you're you, do? at least you got like videos you can, you know, you could watch. I think I might have taken a video or two when I used to yeah. go out there. But I mean... You know, at least th- there's people online that are, like, cataloging it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Here, I'll post I'll post uh, part of it in the show notes. I f- actually found it while we were talking. This is kind of the idea for everyone here. And, and you can tell there was some... Okay. There, there must have been something next door. Well, I know they were they were building a hotel, and then they're, they're, this property above it must not be owned by Turner or someone else bought it out of them. Who knows? It's a, it's Atlanta, it's Georgia too, so who knows? Probably have different <laughs> rezoning laws and who knows what. But rest in peace, mural. So hopefully, that's that's the rest of the bad news that have, that has happened during during our little hiatus in the last year um, yeah. there's been a lot of other news that's happened since we've been gone and I guess the first thing that we'll probably gloss over because I don't think any of us have any interest is that the Adult Swim Festival is coming to Philly next month
0: hmm. man I would go if
2: I could I thought about it but I'd rather save my money
1: and go to conventions yeah I mean that's a fair point that and that's so. similar to where I am, I think, at this point. But the on the other hand, I've been I, uh, I've been told by one or two people that I am quote unquote boring and quiet. Therefore, uh, a festival wouldn't be in my favor. Plus, that really isn't too much of my scene. I, I would probably, if I were to go, I would probably go more for the panels. And the only panel I'm remotely yeah. interested in is the Aquatine one. Yeah, and I'm not going to pay out the nose just to travel down there and see a panel that is probably I would imagine they're probably going to stream it since they have been the last couple of years and hopefully yeah so I mean the only the only way I could see myself going down there is if someone reached out to me and said hey want to go we'll get you in for free because you know that that's my language is free <laughs> Free is a good language, mm. yes. Especially especially if I'm within Prox like Philly isn't like especially that I have a hybrid car, because <laughs> I'm a hybrid guy. Um it isn't that bad of a trek, but again, I'm not gonna it's kinda like it's kinda like why I stopped going to San Diego is it's too much risk for little reward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not gonna fly all the way out. Spend a kajillion dollars to go to San Diego for a little bit of inf- a little bit of t- entertainment from Adult Swim that I could get in my own house for free. <laughs> so, not trying to downplay the festival. I'm sure everyone's going to have a cool time because this is the first one they're doing live since the pandemic. But yeah, I mean, it's not you know again free, yes. I would go in a heartbeat uh, to buy tickets. No. <laughs> I,
2: I, I I was, I'm I was interested because I mean I would go to the concerts and stuff like that too. I forget who's playing, but I feel well, like there was at least one artist that sounded good.
1: Well, let's let's look, like let's look it up.
2: Yeah, might as well. And but like, oh, RTJ is going. Oh well, yeah, that was a major one of them. Actually, I guess because I do love Run the Jewels.
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't know too much of them, but what I've heard, I enjoy. They're great. I've they're doing five five uh, whack. Also, Death Clock. Death Clock is coming back, so that's. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see if they if they announce anything as far oh, as the oh. movie.
2: Yeah. Oh, all the panels are sold out already. So if yeah. I went, it would only be concerts.
1: Yep. Uh a oh, there's a Smiling a Friends, Smiling panel Friends, Teen, and Rick and Morty. And I wonder if. Everyone's going to be there. Oh, yeah, I can't even get into Ticketmaster. Thanks, VPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so... I don't know. It's, for me,
2: it's like, I don't drive. Mm. So it's either it's either I uh, would have to rely on having uh, someone drive me, or rely on friends coming. Or public transportation. Or uh, take a bus down. Mm. And that's... Does not sound like something
1: I want to do, or get to, ne- or no. get to the city and take Amtrak down. Yeah, and fuck that. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't blame you. When I when I was younger, I, I you know I was hesitant when I was really young, and then around the time adults Swim started becoming relevant, I kind of got the bug to to go down, especially when it was cheaper stuff like to go like. I think my first venture down was like the big thing that that got me into doing the Adult Swim, you know, news, uh, swimcasts, podcast kind of stuff. Was the the shows that Dana used to do in Philly, and it's like mm-hmm. okay, it's like a, a ten fifteen dollars show to see him, and and you go down there for one night, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I got a, I think I got a hotel room for like a hundred dollars and then i got ended up getting the train i think was like 50 maybe less i don't know it wa- it good. wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of money and that was one of those deals where it was like the the risk was less than the reward that that's yeah. what that's what i always compare it to cuz like i said san diego going the first couple of years was fine and then when it became a thing where okay i'm going to dragon con and i'm going to san diego and i'm hemorrhaging money that, that I can't even afford I to
2: compose. I don't think I could ever justify going to San Diego
1: I mean like, I always at all I always tell people if you really want to experience it go once and that's it and that was back yeah. that was back before they started using the hotels Yeah I I
2: just it's like it doesn't it's 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 not worth it now cuz especially with the conventions that we have here, it's fine. Well, just staying in New York and going here,
1: you know, yeah, I, I agree because they haven't. They keep expanding the Javits Center, so it's not a problem for
2: yeah. them. Yeah, well, I mean, I was at the Javits last year for two different for for two cons. Mm-hmm. I went for New York Comic Con because I went for like two days, and I went to
1: Anime NYC. Mm-hmm. And the new building at the Javits is very nice. Which was the one that, uh, or was it both that they found some a patient with? Uh...
2: Uh, the, Om- the Omicron guy was, uh, was anime NYC, oh. <laughs> which there was no spread from that. No one caught it from him. Oh, that's, him, that's good. Which is fascinating. Like, like he, it it's, uh, one guy had it and they went all out with the tracking and tracing. I got like phone calls and texts and emails, like tons of them. Hmm. I got tested. Everyone I know who went with me got tested. And I think like a month or so later, um, they came out and said that basically the amount of spread uh, at the convention was slim to nothing. That's good because the 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 Javits is a well ventilated place. Mm-hmm. The amount of ma- masks that were at, that were on people's faces at Anime NYC was pretty much everybody, unless they were stopped to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a well run convention outside of. Like, when you were inside, it was well run. Outside, it was a fucking disaster because they had some, some real shit shows of a line oh, for the first day. Like, uh, I had some friends that came with, and the show started at 1 p.m. Uh, on the Friday. And because of the way that they set up the lines with fax checks and everything like that, they had, like, two people doing vaccination checks with one entrance and a line that went, like, three, four blocks down away from the Javits. And that's pretty far, and uh, they didn't get into like almost 4 p.m. Hmm. And I, I went the day before, got my vax checked on, and I was in the front door at like 12:30. And they, they, they almost, they almost caused a stampede by opening up an extra door at one point. I think they gave up on vaccination checks at some point. But outside of that, it was everybody was careful when it came to COVID stuff at that show. Hmm. Which is more than can be said for Anime Expo, which was last weekend in 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 L A at the same building that Comic Con is at, uh, which could have been probably the worst COVID hotspot than any va- any convention will ever be. Holy crap!
1: What? That was the one in L A.
2: Yeah, uh, that was yes. Anime Expo was last weekend, <sighs> and uh, there were some there was some people talking about the fact that the uh, the Artist Alley building, hmm. the CO two levels were. Massively unhealthy, <laughs> uh, to a point where they were urging everybody who was in the building, in the artist alley building, at all to be tested. Oh wow! Because it was bad, it was really bad. They almost, they also, they also stopped letting ticketed people in during the first day because the fire marshal had them stop because they sold so many tickets.
0: Hmm.
2: It's ridiculous. So at least things that happen at the Javits, you know, function properly. That's why I could never justify going to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah,
1: and also we have New York Comic Con, which it sounds like on the flip side, it sounds like they had their shit together last year because I was seeing, I was seeing and hearing stuff where it was like uh, they were they let limited amounts people get tickets, mm-hmm. and they were keeping everything spread out pretty good, and they they were kind of turning away certain. Uh, I guess the bigger uh, companies didn't go. Some of them yeah i I
2: was there, and um, it was weird, it was a weird show because it was pretty empty in terms of uh some of the booths and stuff like that. There was actually just a a huge gap in the floor where there was nothing. They just put a bunch of trash cans there, wow, and that's kind of surreal when you go to New York when you've been going to New York comic con for so long and you see the floors all always filled with like you know, all of the, uh, all the different booths, all the big vendors and stuff like that, but so many people didn't go. Mm. There's, like, an entire section of the floor that I'm used to, like, uh, you know, some of the video game companies being at, and instead it was just a giant Dragon Ball booth. (laughs) Um, but it was a, it was definitely, the attendance was definitely low, because it was uh, low on purpose. Um... I saw more mask wearing at Anime NYC than I did at New York Comic Con, I will say. They they weren't as good about it at, at, at New York Comic Con. But it was a much smaller convention that year. and it's actually kind of nice. Because it's usually just chaos, and especially on certain days you can't get through the floor. Mm.
1: But it wasn't bad. They know what they're doing. God, I was actually, as you were talking, I was considering applying for a press application for New York Comic Con, but I don't think I can, because we haven't mm. done too much in a while. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, we can start.
1: Yeah. True. I
0: think
2: that's the only way I'd go this year, is if we did press. free. Probably not. Yeah, I don't know if I want to pay to go to your comic con this year. Yeah,
1: I know we were supposed to, to we, we were supposed to have a site built. Uh, I won't say by whom, but he kind of dropped the ball.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: So I'm waiting to hear if his if because he's trying to get a site built for his uh, for his press organization, which will also remain nameless right now because I don't want to feel like I'm shitting on him for not having a, a website. But he did promise a website because. I don't have a time, I don't really have the time to do a website myself. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Adult Swim, whatchamacallit, festival. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. None of us are yeah. going. Yep. Death Clock is going to perform. We don't know if they're going to talk mm-hmm. about new Death Clock stuff. Aquatine's going to have a panel. Smiling Smiling Friends. Smiling friends. Probably um, if I had to guess, Smiling Friends season two prob they'll probably reiterate something from San Diego. And then Aqua Teen will have something else, and then maybe Rick and Morty will show something from the Vindicators. Since that's gonna be a panel at San Diego. So I guess we'll find out at some you know, some way somehow. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> um what else is newsworthy? Uh final space, which unfortunately I, I never got into Final Space, but I know that's been a, a hot button issue because of how it ended and the creator of that started his own Kickstarter to try and get I guess a resolution. It sounds, it, it's funny because it sounds a lot similar to, and I don't know O'Lan Rogers at all. I know he works for Conan, so he's probably a cool dude because everyone we've spoken to on this show who wrote for Conan previously is a cool dude. Hmm. So I don't know the reasoning behind the cancellation. Maybe it was a, a result of Warner and Warner Media and t and Discovery and whoever else. Uh, But it sounds a lot. It sounds parallel to me with when Brendan Small was trying to uh, get Galacticon going, and Galacticon was supposed to be like the allegedly the follow up slash resolution to the end of Death Clock. I guess I don't. I don't know. I never. I never read or watched anything Galacticon related, so I don't know. And now, and now Brendan's getting getting his shot at finishing up death clock finally. So, yeah, that's exciting.
0: Talk about is, uh, you know, coming up on HBO max, we've got, yeah, we,
1: going. yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that after, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in the other news. Cause we got a couple of pieces there. um, and but although speaking of HBO Max, uh, someone <coughs> said, someone had reached out to HBO Max because apparently they've removed Final Final Space from their content, and the answer they got was interesting because HBO Max was like we're con- more or less saying we're removing the TBS TNT content, so it's kind of like well why would you do that? You're not you're not making room because people are. If they're making room for more content to add, then why do you have Loiter Squad <laughs> on? I'm sorry to single out that one show, and it's, <laughs> but I can't imagine there's like a rush of people watching Loiter Squad or like uh, I love them, but I don't see a lot. I, I can't imagine a lot of people are flocking to Eagleheart or Delocated to watch content or mostly for millennials or Xavier, Xavier. Totally. you know so to that point if if you're removing stuff to add stuff then why are you removing final space that doesn't make sense to me so my rationale is because someone pointed out that it wasn't just final space it's also a lot of the TBS TNT content so the only th- thing i could think of is the fact that maybe they're trying to make the standalone tbs tnt apps relevant cuz i think that's part of why you don't see every single show from adult swim on hbo max like you can't watch fat guy stuck in internet you can't watch uh soul of the mole man you have to literally go to adult swim and their app, and find it there. So I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if that's the rationale. Oh, you can't watch it through us. You have to watch uh, these shows through the app. I, I mean that again. That's the only mm-hmm. rationale I could come up with. If any, I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts on that.
2: I don't know. I mean, others other services take shit down all the time too. That like belongs to them, like Netflix.
1: Yeah, but that to that point, that's so it's, that's it's weird. Yeah, that, I don't know. That's more of a rights thing, though. Like. Warner Discovery owns these properties. They don't they don't uh loan them out to other companies like Bob's Burgers for instance on or the Fox stuff that we thought was going to be long dead on Adult Swim. They're still loaning them out to Swim according to what I've heard up until the end of this year. But that's yeah. but that's a different thing or where some of the stuff that's still on Hulu can't is stuck on Hulu until the until the contract with Hulu ends. Kind of like your pretty face is going to hell just ended, and now it's on HBO Max. Mm. Where that that's a little bit different than okay. Well, we have this show, we own this show. Now, for some reason, it's not going to be on our streaming app. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm nuts.
2: <laughs> Who knows? Either either we'll never know the reason or. It'll be obvious. Yeah,
1: or someone will point out, oh, they they did it because of you know X, Y, and Z. No,
0: Eric Andre on. uh, He is. He's on HBO. On Max,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah, because it seems like there are. I'm looking at Hulu now as we're speaking, and I notice there are some exceptions to that rule. So it's Eric. Hulu has. Where's Hulu? They got Rick and. They always had Rick and Morty from the get go. Then. They still Hulu still has Venture, still has Eric Andre, still has Black Jesus, still has your pretty face, and then they have Mama named Name me Sheriff Dreamcore and Mister Pickles, and then something called Fire Force.
2: That's an anime.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that's part of the. Do they? Do they produce that? Do
2: you know? No. That's weird. no, definitely not. I think they just they had a license for a Tsunami.
1: Oh. So maybe that's why Hulu includes it. But otherwise Probably? out of those other 5? Yeah, Mr. Pickles slash Mama Named Me Sheriff are the only ones that are not on Max. And then everything else kind of fell off, because I remember Children's Hospital and NTSF were on Hulu for a while, and then they fell off. I want to say there was one other one that was a big name that didn't make it to HBO Max yet. I don't know. To your point, Jason, it's it's a very weird thing, the streaming stuff. Yeah. I I do wish, ideally I wish everything that I liked was on HBO Max, but again if it if it's a, a thing where they want to continue making their the standalone apps relevant, then okay, fine, if I want to watch you know Fat guy stuck in internet at some t- point or saw the moment, I guess I have to go to adult Swims app versus HBO max
2: I mean, I was initially hoping when Max got announced and they said that there was there was going to be adult swim content that it was just sort of going to be the the big adult swim archive with everything
1: yeah. That's what I thought too.
2: So it's it's a little it's it's a little annoying that it's not all there. But yeah, it, I
1: mean, it's, who knows it's it's very da- it's later. very it's very daunting just because for the fact that they were advertising Squidbillies and it took Squidbillies like what five or six months for them to release it. It was like eight, yeah. I think the, the app came out in like the summertime and they didn't have Squidbillies by like January first. It's like and you guys don't have it anywhere else, so you can't make the argument oh we just didn't you know whatever whatever rationale we we have no idea basically i don't know although on the flip side i do appreciate that we don't have to wait six months to a year for new seasons to show up now now the new stuff is instantly going on to max the next day
2: yeah that is nice i mean i also i saw like like to that point i've seen like i saw like a commercial for uh Primal, I think, is has air, has started airing this week or is airing this coming week, mm-hmm. uh, season two. And like part of the ad was airs Thursday on HBO mm-hmm. Max Friday. Yeah,
1: I, I noticed that with oh. uh, Bird Girl and with Tuka and Birdie coming up.
2: Yeah. They're, so they just,
1: they're all saying the same thing. They're pushing it. I think they're, and, yeah, I think they adopted the uh, FX. Uh, model because FX yeah. has been like that for a while where it's like okay you, you watch this now or you watch this now on FX or you can watch it in another day or two on Hulu yeah which I appreciate
2: I Me
0: like too. that
1: I like you know
0: yeah like we like to go to bed at like 9 8.30 in the winter <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. yeah so I, I know John's laughing because he never sleeps and he wonders why he's tired all the time no mm-hmm. I, I don't I'm
1: always tired. That's why I don't go to
0: sleep.
2: Listen, I go to bed at like two in the morning every
1: day. Yeah, me too. So, if not, if not three, but my problem is I have to be up uh, Monday through Friday at like 9am. So
2: Oh, I, I wake up at fucking, I gotta be up. I gotta, I go to work at eight. Oh, but you gotta make the it, bread with the fucking seeds in it. Yeah, I know. And I got to Well, I don't make the bread. I just make the sandwiches on oh, the bread. Oh, you put the gabagool in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gabagool. I like. I, I
1: wake up at like. I wake up at like seven, and I go to bed at like two. You're like time to make that gabagool. But
0: well, my point is, I really like being able to watch Bird Girl the next day or two days later, and like with FX, I like watching what we do in the shadows, and mm-hmm. it's always sunny. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, you know? and that's that's like the new model for streaming. Is that I think a lot of these companies have become aware that people aren't going to watch their content for another you know either the next day or sometime like uh, a lot of times if we have stuff we're, we're recording on Sunday nights my wife and I will watch, We'll end up watching it Monday or later like mm-hmm. like we like Bob's Burgers and we like John Oliver but if they're airing them at 8, 9, 10, 11 o'clock on a Sunday night and we have to be awake the next morning we're not watching them until at the earliest uh, Monday night mm-hmm. o- on DVR and a lot of people don't do the the DVR stuff anymore. They just go, you know, if they're not watched. Like Jason, is not a TV guy f- completely anymore. Yes. Yeah.
2: So- like I, I have I have television access. Like we have my my my, ha- my household has uh, YouTube TV, mm-hmm. which is like their you know their live television streaming thing or whatever. Yeah, and we I have could live. I could DVR shit, but at the same time, I have Max.
1: We'll just wait for it to go on there. Exactly. find it somewhere else. Exactly. And like I was saying earlier, I wasn't in going to go into Smiling Friends originally when it first aired. And then I said, you know what? Let me, you know, the whole season's on Max. Let me go binge it there. And that's what I did. And even before, uh, you know, Max, it was a lot more complicated just because, like, watching the last season of Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, I had to watch... You know, uh, I think Swim had X amount of episodes and then, oh, I remember what happened. I watched like the last season that was on Hulu and then I think that last season that aired, I couldn't get it until it wasn't available right away on Hulu. So I had to watch it in bits and pieces on different mediums. I had to go to, I think one episode I watched on Apple, one episode I watched on Vudu Mm-hmm. I, I forget. Like I bought, a, I bought, ended up buying a couple, and then maybe like torrenting a couple. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that's what it was. It was, it was when it was on TV. I had DVR at a couple of episodes, and I bought like the two or three that I was missing. So at least now I don't, I don't have to do that or go. Oh, I have to watch it with commercials on demand. So I, I do appreciate this new model of you know, you can watch it, you can watch it now, or we'll have it available to you later in in its entire season. Like, right now, yeah. I haven't watched any episodes of Bird Girl Season 2, but now there's four of them on on Max. Oh, I never
2: watched anything beyond, like, the first two episodes of that show.
1: Well, I'm sure we'll be discussing that in a minute. Um, yeah. just, let's just blow through the rest of, I mean, not a whole lot. I mean, Gennady Tartakovsky, uh, Signed a, a new contract with Warner Brothers Animation, so he's going to be continuing developing stuff, uh, yes. probably Primal and whatever else. I was I was jo- mostly joking, but I said maybe he'll finally develop Korgoth.
2: I I hope not. Why not? <laughs> a long a long time ago, I decided out of pure spite that I hope that that show never gets made because of how people used to act on the old Adult Swim boards when it came to that show. <sighs> Don't even get me started with that. Uh... People wouldn't shut the fuck up about Korgoth, and I remember back during those days, I just decided, you know what? I hope they never make this television show
1: <laughs> out, of <spite. laughs> just, out of spite. Just out of spite for this for this online message board cesspool. Yeah,
2: I mean, I never. Re- I always, I always thought that pilot was fucking overrated to begin with. But I like,
1: I don't know. I liked it.
2: <laughs> I it was okay. He's done so much better stuff than that. Like. So much better, like, like, like. Even I haven't watched a ton of Primal, but Primal is fantastic, mm. and uh, like, all the stuff he has coming up too sounds amazing. Both in, both within Warner and outside of Warner, is he still developing because, like, that movie, uh, the Popeye movie? Do so that's know? back. That's back on. Oh, good, because that 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 was canceled, and I think out of the cancellation came. Hotel Transylvania, mm. which the first Hotel, Hotel Transylvania is actually a pretty fun movie. I watched the first one, and it's very him. It's got a lot of his mannerisms that mm-hmm. he always had in his cartoons, the noodle arms, the face, the facial expressions, everything. It's actually pretty fun.
1: They're they're very cute um, if you haven't seen it. even the even the third one. Yes, I, I don't know. No, if I have I, to watch the other two. I don't know if I want to yeah. watch the fourth one because it just it just sounds eh. like. It, it sounds it's, like they're, they're milking it at this point. And definitely. they didn't even have Adam Sandler or Kevin James in the movie.
2: Eh, not worth it. Yeah. But they, they, Popeye is now apparently back on. It's not, it's, I don't think it's at the studio it was initially going to be at. It's somewhere else. I forget exactly where. But I did hear that that's back on. Um, he's also working on two movies with, I think, Sony... And I think both of them are r rated animated films Ooh. which I'm very excited about one of them uh I forget what it's something about a something with like a samurai or a ninja or something like that that they, he like he like leads some images from and they look fantastic mm. and then uh he's doing one that's a comedy about a dog that finds out that it's getting um getting neutered oh, God. or something and uh like I don't remember something 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 along those lines. But uh those are both supposed to be animated films for adults, which we don't see a whole hell of a lot of, really, mm. in film. Um and then part of the part of the Warner deal is he has a series coming up called Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Huh. Which uh, is apparently the, they they showed some stuff off at Annecy. I think
0: I, I read based off of. Um, oh God, what's the game?
2: Uh, what? I don't
0: um, know. Swim?
2: No, it's definitely not related to that.
0: Oh.
1: Oh, um, you mean unicorn, atta- robot unicorn you, attack, robot unicorn attack, robot oh, unicorn attack. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it's that, Trish. I really don't think it's
2: no. That. It's un it's unrelated. It's it looks nothing like it too. It's much darker. Uh, it's got like this like mixture of like the the art style looks like this mixture of like uh, old like Tezuka anime like uh, Gigantor and uh, Astro Boy mixed uh, with like I... Betty Betty Boop type shit.
1: Mm, I see the I see the poster.
2: I like the character designs. They're interesting. They showed some of it off apparently at Annecy, and people. I read some people raving about what they showed, so I'm excited to see what
1: happens with that. Yeah, I'm reading about it now. It does look interesting. I've I've never. It's unfortunate. I, I haven't watched a lot of his stuff. Like full disclosure, I've never watched Samurai Jack. And I, I mean, I, I've
2: I haven't seen the whole series myself. I mean the most, the most of the most that I've watched with his stuff is was Dexter's Lab because oh all that
1: yes, yes a million
2: times. Dexter's but, Lab um, is, is legendary. I've seen a handful of Samurai Jack and like that. I've seen I, I remember wa- trying to watch through all of uh, Symbionic Titan when it was airing too. I forgot he did that. And like he he is an incredible storyteller, especially with visuals and that's why I'm very excited for them to do more with more with him and like let him actually have creative freedom because when he does and he does stuff that he usually does, like like some of the stuff that he did in the last season of Samurai Jack, it, it's always amazing. Hmm. Like I would, I would recommend trying to check out the, uh, the snow fight. There's a, there's a, there's a fight in, in a snowy forest from, the last season of samurai jack that just looks absolutely stunning Hmm. i've never seen anything like it interesting
0: do you think it was inspired by that kill bill scene
2: um i don't know i think it was it was very it was very unique because it was it was like it was it was pure white And they're running in a a snowy forest that's pure white, there's no scenery on the screen whatsoever, and when they go behind trees, there's just a white line in front of them. And I thought that was super unique and creative, and I'd never seen anything like that before.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So
2: it's very cool. Definitely worth checking out. He's amazing, and I'm excited for what he's going to work on
1: Mm -hmm. with Warner. Yeah, it should be interesting uh speaking of anime they're they're also developing the rick and morty anime and something called ninja kenju i don't know
2: yeah i heard about that i do not care about the rick and morty anime i will say that
1: i think i tried i have one on dvr and i tried watching the other one i don't know honestly it, it just seems like yet another rick and morty cash cow it is
2: yeah, they gonna, it's gonna be slapped on some merch, and you're gonna find it at your local Hot Topic and and Box Lunch and and Newberry yeah. Comics in a month or two. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought they were both pretty cool, but I think making a series out of it is a little much, even if it is only ten episodes. Mm-hmm.
2: It's unnecessary. It's just more. It's just more. It literally is just more. Let's make more Rick and Morty Morty merch, but we want to make it anime this time.
0: Yeah, it's mm. to me, it's just like, you know, you have so many creative people in the world. And I know Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon are two of the most, but give somebody else a chance. Like, there's so much good content out there that you're denying because you're like, oh, let's just keep Rick and Morty playing. Because, mm. like, Rick and Morty's so famous. I even heard it mentioned on an episode of Blackish once. And I was mm-hmm. like... The too young to be watching Rick
2: and Morty. Yeah, I mean, there are people, there are people I work with who have never seen, like, fuck all from Adult Swim, but they they like Rick and Morty. Hmm.
1: I forget where say, I forget where I was. The the, the family had a, a a little kid that looked like they couldn't have been more than six or seven. Oh, I think it was a Best Buy, and they had a kid with them that looked like they couldn't have been more than eight or nine, and they're wearing a Rick and Morty tie-dye shirt, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, that's disturbing. I would not want my nine-year-old watching an episode about a a giant incest baby. And that's where
1: my brain went to. It's like, that's the that's the the pinnacle of of the uh, absurdity of Rick and Morty is the adult humor like that. And you're going to show yeah. it to an eight or nine-year-old kid?
0: Uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: I
1: don't know.
0: Well, other news?
1: Uh, yeah, other <laughs> yeah, other news. I mean, not too much else going on. San Diego Comic-Con's wrapping up. I mean, we alluded to that before. They're going to have four panels. Uh, Smiling Friends one, which I guess they're going to gear up for season two. Tuca and Birdie, which is the new season's premiering, uh, I think, what, this weekend or next weekend? Yeah, Sometime tonight, Night. Uh, I'll, oh, ca- I'll catch it on HBO Max. <laughs> Same, yeah. <laughs> actually, we're, we're, oh. we actually started watching Tuca and Birdie, and, and I think we enjoy it to a degree, but we didn't finish watching the last season. Is, is season one still only on Netflix? <laughs> that is a good question. And I had Max
2: up, and I don't think I have Max anymore. Because I canceled my Netflix subscription,
1: but I'm I've also sure. never watched Tuca and Birdie, and I'd like to. It is still on, yeah, season one is still on Netflix. Nope.
0: But you don't have to watch season one, necessarily, to really get into season two. I'm sure. Like, I
2: just, I'd like to.
0: We only watched, like, one episode or two episodes of season one, but then when adults started playing it, I started watching it regularly, and I really like it.
1: It, And what I was going to start to say, and I think, Trish, you'll, you'll get this, too, and appreciate this, is that it's produced by, you know, it's produced by Swim, it's directed by a woman, starring women... And it's general everyday problems that they try and, you know, in between all of the absurdity of, okay, there's a whole town dedicated to plant people, and the plant people are, you know, I, I forget the whole episode. There was like a whole thing where she tried to move in. So, uh, Birdie tried to move somewhere into this apartment complex, and the apartment complex was being taken over by
0: plants. By the Moss. Yes. The Moss bought the complex.
1: Like it's it, it. It seemed very like even the first episode I can recall because my memory's going now is the one where Birdie's trying to find a new therapist and she keeps raving about this one she sees on TV and she's going through them and I'm just like yeah that's that's kind of the struggle that that every, it's it's relatable. I guess is what I'm saying, is, you know, there, there's mental health stuff, there's relationship yeah. stuff.
0: And at the same time, it's still really entertaining. Yeah, because it's, it's got,
1: you know, it's got a fantastic voice cast with uh, Tiffany Haddish, Shally Wong, Stephen Yeun, um, who else? Oh, the boss is uh, Richard E. Grant. I forget who else is in it. There have been some good uh, cameos, if I recall but it's got a good cast and it's got a good tone to it and it's one of those shows where it fits on adult swim. Mhm. Mhm. And I'm glad it's it got a uh, well a third season now. Yeah. I mean I'm glad I'm glad they picked it up.
2: Yeah. That it
1: got it got a second life like yeah. a second chance at life on yeah. Swim if yeah. Netflix and, and, got rid of it. And absolutely that it, it's Probably one of the only shows that I could think of where a Netflix show gets canceled and then picked up by a network. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's the opposite. Like, how many shows has uh, how many pilots has Swim passed on that have become shows? I could think of two. Yeah. I could think of two automatically. There was uh, Super Mansion that Crackle picked up, and then the one that Paul Shear did uh, for Fox, the the sexy teens. That was supposed to be a spoof of, of one of the other shows. Mm-hmm. I forget the full name. Dirt, dirt uh, Dirty, filthy, sexy teens, I think.
0: It, oh, was, it, yeah, was spo- I it
1: was spoofed on NTSF, I think, and then they ended up developing it into a pilot. The pilot aired on Swim. Swim passed on it, and then they ended up selling it to Fox. Well, Paul Shear, not Swim, ended up selling it to Fox.
2: Yeah. I mean, nowadays, well, there's a handful of those... Those situations where they just sort of the pilots get passed on and then Max does it.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's and that would that's be, a thing that would be cool too. Like I would like to see the like uh, Korgoth. No, <laughs> I'll I'll pass <laughs> I'll pass on Korgoth. I'll say like Cheyenne Cinnamon or oh, there, uh, there is one coming. Oh, there is. Yes, uh,
2: there's one. I sent it like a month ago. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Th- there's one that, that Max picked up that was actually a swim pilot, apparently, called Scavenger's Reign. Huh. Um, Titmouse is animating it. Uh, there's a trailer, it, which is worth looking up. It, it looks incredible. It's a, it's, it seem it's definitely not a, it's not a comedy. It seems like a very dramatic show. And it looks, in, it looks amazing. It oh, looks yeah. very trippy. It looks
1: beautiful. Oh, yeah, I found an article from Deadline. Scavengers rain about the surviving, a damaged deep space space freighter who are stranded on a beautiful yet unforgiving planet. Huh. Mm-hmm. The
2: trailer is gorgeous. It looks like it's it looks like a beautiful show.
1: And, and, tit, and, it, was, and uh, it, it was the fact that Titmouse is making it. it <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris must be raking in the dough. I tell you.
2: They must be doing well
1: these days with the shit. What that was been what was the other show getting? that they just announced they were doing? The big There was a big show that's coming back that they said Titmouse was... Was, oh. it, was it Beavis and Butthead? I think they did... I think they did work on the movie. No, no. What was the one? The one. No, the Ghostbusters movie. Okay, Or the, yeah. or the TV show. Although, wait, did they... I could have sworn I read that they actually worked on Beavis and Butthead. I think that, I think you're right, but the big one was Ghostbusters. I forget if it's a movie or mm-hmm. either it's an animated movie or it's an animated TV show that they're coming out with. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, they did.
2: The, it's a movie, and they yeah, and, and I was right. They did do the new Beavis and Butthead uh, movie also. Yeah.
1: Good, good on that's, that's I, huge. you know I we. I we etc love everything that Chris does especially when we had him on we were I think we were geeking out mm-hmm. enough that he was probably like yeah okay whatever. But
2: mm, huge um, fan of them. Just
1: yeah. He he, and, um, he deserves it. Yeah. And their and their company is apparently a good place to work because they're one of the few animation studios that unionized. Yeah. Good on them. So, they're they're doing pretty damn good. <laughs> Props to them. Huge
2: respect to to Mouse and everyone there.
1: Yeah. Um, So STCC, we talked about Tuco. Oh, and Primal. And then what I said earlier, they're doing the Vindicator's uh, digital series. So I'm sure they'll probably talk about who, what, where, when, and why on that. Which you know, we'll see what happens there. That could be that could be interesting. But again. You know, to our previous point, it's another Rick and Morty cash cow. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if, if it's something that hasn't been airing for a long time, like Aqua Teen, then it's something that you look forward to versus something extra. But I guess remains to be seen. Yeah. Hmm. The one, the one thing that I'm looking forward to, uh, and I know they're going to have a panel at Comic Con too, is uh, Koala Man, but that's for Hulu, and that's on, uh, man. that's the new one by Michael Kusak, produced by Justin Roiland. Oh, it sounds like it was it was another one of his old shorts that he's developing, like Yolo, and oh, I'm pretty sure it actually
2: is. It looks familiar. Yeah.
1: I saw I saw a little clip o- online that looked like they added they had some of the characters from some of the other shows. I don't know if it was a clip from Hulu or they're de- or one that they're developing. Mm-hmm. But it's Michael oh, it's always... it's Michael Cusack and it's Justin Roiland and it's on Hulu. Yeah, I'm so. always into
2: I'm always into whatever uh, Michael Cusack's doing.
1: Oh yeah. Like I said before, I I haven't I don't think I've seen anything of his so far that I haven't fully enjoyed. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. I mean... I'm not,
1: honestly, fucking,
2: um... Bushworld Adventures.
0: That was That's the, my that favorite
2: was piece story. of fucking Morty material.
0: Me too. We quote that, like, at least once or twice a week still. Get and in the like, fucking car, Morty! We it's were so quoting good. your because today, I, I was wearing shorts, and we went off for brunch, and I got stuck on the booth, you know, like... Your legs will your your skin will get like stuck on the booths like oh yeah plastic, whatever. Oh I'm stuck, so, Reek. I'm like I'm stuck I can't I'm stuck
1: Bang. Oh my god, you killed him. No Mmm <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh yeah. Other, other than newsworthy, I mean, there's a couple of plugs I should get to uh, that are worthy. MC Chris is going to have a, a tour this summer. Apparently, he's going to be out in L.A. at the last room at the Lodge Room on August 13th. We'll have a, a link in the show notes for that one, but he's doing a tour all over the country. He's, he, it's touted as the last tour, but I don't yeah. know if that's like... Jason, do you know anything about... MC Chris nope. these days. Okay. No, I I figured I, I figured I'd ask you. You might be the most knowledgeable. I don't think Trish knows. Like, nah, is, I haven't followed. Is, him is this ages. is this something where he's legitimately stopping touring, or is he just calling it the last tour? I don't know.
2: I I like unfollowed him on everything, so I haven't like oh, well, been paying attention to him. Okay, then I haven't listened to his music in a long time either gotcha Perfect. so hey. it's
1: it's the lodge room at this is my, my show present mc chris the last tour the last show with jonah rays you can call me al august 13 2022 730 pm so i got that i got that uh from because uh this is my show as a follower of ours props to him and and good on what he does for mc chris and, and other promotions appreciated. So we'll have a link in the show notes uh, for that. Also the other thing of note and should probably be up by the time this is posted because I don't think I'm going to get this done in the next day (laughs) to be posted up online. But uh, our friend Andy Sipes. Hey Trish, you remember him right? Shut the fuck
0: up John. (laughs) Andy
1: Sipes who we've spoken to on this show before he did... uh, Code Monkeys he's done st- he did Sype stories and uh songs for helping for com. he did a- he's done a lot of work for swim so the mole men uh archer for fx god i can't he he's done a, a lot of work for a lot of sh- minority team the
0: th- the cool thing about sipes is he's done like Every single thing you can imagine for these different shows, like he's done voiceovers, he's done animation, he's done editing, he's done writing. I mean, he's just like a renaissance man of adult cartoons.
1: Absolutely, I agree. And Code Monkeys was a big to-do back in back in my day. Uh, yeah. When G4 was, when, back when G4 was still a big thing, and now they're trying to come back. But mm-hmm. I don't know, that
0: doesn't sound like it's going to be the same thing. But, um yeah, my brother was obsessed with Code Monkeys, and mm. he was obsessed with the, the guy that did the theme song for it. Jonathan Colton. Jonathan Colton, yes, thank you. Yeah. Second time today you've corrected me on that, yes. I appreciate it, because I forgot.
1: Okay, fair enough. So yeah, Andy Sipes and his writing partner, who you might remember as the voice of Dave from Dave and Jerry on Code Monkeys, Matt Mariska, they're... Developing and crowdfunding a new show called Burning Earth, which is sounds like it's in the similar uh, animation style as Code Monkeys with the same humor, because obviously there's a, a Jagunda collab uh, conglom that owns Code Monkeys and they can't get the rights to it, so they're doing something brand new, which looks and sounds awesome, and we're on board. Hey, maybe we can even get an interview with them or something. Down the road, but we'll have the Kickstarter in the show notes. Sounds fun. Again, maybe we could pick their brains on stuff, talk to them about life, love, and more Soul Plane. Because, you know, we talked to Andy about being the PA on Soul Plane. You remember that, right, Trish?
0: Fuck you. Let's go on. (laughs) Moving right along.
1: Yeah, so that's that's all the news that's fit to print. What are we geeking out about as far as uh, shows that we've been watching? I mean, I know we've... we've...
0: Did you delete them from the... No, okay. Yeah, I did. I, I have the doc, and I'm like, where the fuck did... Okay, I so moved we have Smiling in, Friends. Can moved... we talk about Smiling Friends? No, because we, like...
1: we've been talking about Smiling Friends this whole time, and I said, we'll be talking about more Smiling Friends, because it, it is a great show. It's Let's fantastic.
0: great show. It's fantastic. Smiling Friends, because they were like... There's so many great episodes. Like I, I think my favorite hello is when they go on the quest. Just because they have that Hobbit there from the movie The Hobbit hello from the 80s, and he's really creepily drawn. Oh, uh, was that the Halloween special?
2: Mm, no, that's um, no, the Halloween special. I think is the was the uh, the one where. Pim Gets Lost in the Woods.
1: Oh, no, I remember... Yeah, Pim Gets Lost in the Woods. I remember the one... Because they go for the for the queen. They try and get the princess or the queen, whatever she is. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yes. it's the forest one.
2: That's the... Uh, yeah, that's the forest one. That's not the Halloween
1: one. Yes. The Halloween no, it, one is... It took me a minute, because I, I, I binged, like I said before, I binged most of the series, and there were only a couple that really, like, stood out to me. Like, obviously, Mr. Frog is my favorite... <laughs> And, and I see. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, so I, I, I was gonna
2: say is that I watched the entire series back to back to back two days in a row. Like it came out, I watched the whole series in one go, and then a bunch of people in a Discord server I hang out in decided to watch it, and so I watched it all again. And I think I've rewatched this entire season. It had to be. It has to be like five times by now. Oh God! It's it's I like I'll show. I've been showing it to people. I've been just rewatching episodes because I'm bored. Like it, it's 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 the most fun I've been having
1: with an Adult Swim show in a long, long time. Agreed. Mm. There There's so many episodes that I remember, but the the two that that I guess meshed together for me were the Enchanted Forest and the Halloween special.
2: The Halloween special I love because I love the ending of that episode. I forget. I love the the forest demon shows up mm-hmm. and chases Pim out of the woods and then into the bat back into the Smiling Friends building mm-hmm. where they're having a Halloween party and a bunch of them accuse the forest demon of wearing blackface.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
2: He's like charred wood, so they just destroy him, kill him, and light him on fire. <laughs> oh man and I think like the boss is like eating him or something like that the, bo- the boss is insane <laughs> the boss is great I love him I love him um, in um what the fuck what episode bleep. the frowning friends one
1: yes
0: yeah. yes where he like goes pu- he goes totally crazy and is about to shoot people and
2: he like brings the rifle over to the frowning friends building
1: it's mm-hmm. too much no I think bes- I mean obviously I think my favorite has to be Mr. Frog
0: Hello, hello,
1: <laughs> what are you doing? Hello. what have you hello. been doing all this time? Hello, watching Jimmy Fallon clips on YouTube Hello uh I think that one is my favorite, and then who violently murdered Simon as salty for the for the sheer fact that they got uh what's his face from uh windy city heat <laughs> as the- as the character. <laughs> I love that episode. Uh what the fuck is his name now? He's on he's on Twitch. They they got him oh Perry Caravello. They got him on, on mm-hmm. Twitch doing yes. like stupid shit too. Uh but, favorite
2: episodes are probably the Halloween one and um fuck, maybe Frowning Friends. No, the shrimp shrimp's odyssey.
1: Shrimp with the I, lo- I, I, I love I love that shrimp is voiced by the guy who voiced uh Salad Fingers. Is yeah.
0: It yep. Oh my god! I love salad fingers. Mm. So dark.
1: Yep.
0: Adam does not like salad fingers. It, it's a very acquired taste. It is. And then the Christmas
1: episode is great, if only for Gilbert Gottfried as a God.
0: Oh my yeah.
2: God.
1: I like I like Satan,
2: uh, sitting there. At his like dual monitors game. with disc with Discord on playing Rust.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought he was playing the mouse game. <laughs>
2: no, he was playing an actual game, <laughs> like, I, which is
0: Adam pointed that out to me.
2: Which I kind of love. I kind of love that God that that Satan was actually sitting there playing an actual video game that exists, mm, instead of some like bullshit that they, you know, rendered and made into a game.
1: Oh lord! No, it's got some great episodes. I I love that show, and I'm glad it's coming back for a season two.
0: Did did Same. you guys any, um read it? Uh, place.
1: What?
2: Yeah, that was a that was a fucking mess.
0: I I did my best to constantly um, keep up with the smiling friends picture. I I worked on um. Oh, god, what's the yellow guy's name? Pim. Pim. Yeah, I mostly worked on Pim, keeping his eyes small.
2: I I had no participation in place, but I did watch place happen.
1: Oh, see I I
0: see, neither, I, think, place place neither,
1: I, neither I neither had I neither had participation nor did I watch it. It was like from from
2: the perspective where I was watching place happen, um Man, that turned into a war mm-hmm. bet- between like several groups, and like 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 this is completely unrelated to fucking Smiling Friends, But <laughs> like I watched, I watched like a big Twitch streamer attack several smaller streamers and like several entire communities just because he wanted, because he wanted to. And then I saw like, they, like I'm I'm watching that happen and then people making truces and like treaties with the guy. Like it's supposed to be some silly like big lighthearted pixel art project and then it turned into like an actual war. Mm-hmm. Place is
1: really weird. Mm-hmm. It was
0: intense. I mean it's Reddit.
1: So Yeah. Uh.
0: I read Reddit every day. But not like like everyone else I know reads it constantly. But I just read what I get in the email and Adam's like, seriously, is that all you do? And I'm like, yeah.
2: I haven't opened Reddit in months. Except for like, I'll check stuff for like, if I'm looking for troubleshooting with some stuff. That's about it. Or like, recommendations.
0: I read the Reddit Maryland page a lot. Because I fucking love Maryland.
2: I used to look at the New York City one. Not as
0: cool as Maryland. Yeah.
2: No. Probably not. We're not as weird, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Maryland. Lately
0: there's a, a Maryland guy he's dressed up in the American flag and has a crab shield and his his sword is a crab mallet.
2: I mean, that's kind of dope.
0: Actually. Yeah, it's oh, like- really dope.
2: We don't got anything cool like that.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Any, anyway, uh, Trish, you wanted to tell us about Bird Girls season two?
0: Yes, it is really, really good. Um,
1: Compared to the first season?
0: You know, I think the first season is really amazing, but I think mm-hmm. what you really have to do is tell yourself this is not Harvey Birdman. This is not harvey birdman attorney at law like you have to get away from that and you have to say okay this is this is judy ken seven and this is her show and hilarity will ensue after after you get comfortable enough like okay this isn't Harvey Birdman all right let's separate this okay it it is funny it is a quality show the only complaint that i have is her fucking upper lip is black and it just looks really weird it looks like her face is rotting off and i hate that they did that but now they're on a season 2 so they can't fix it in in subsequent seasons but it's it's really funny
1: i don't know Even with, even taking out the, the Harvey Birdman thing, like I watched a couple, like an episode or two with my wife and and I don't think she's seen, if she's seen Harvey Birdman, she hasn't seen a lot of it or remembers it. And we were just, I I don't know, we couldn't. And I'm hoping that maybe season two will be better, but I don't, I didn't like
0: Rick and Morty at first. Uh, I think
1: that was a thing where you had to... That was one of those usual things where you had to go a few episodes in until anything was remotely funny. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, the one thing I did find funny about Birdman, uh, Bird Girl, was the part with the cat going around and helping other people.
0: Yeah, that was really funny. And they had the...
1: I think I mentioned this when we talked about season one. They had the one gag where it was like Dairy Queen slash like... Jiffy lube, or something, and it, it called back to like those old goofs that they had in Harvey Birdman, where it was like LSD breast milk, LSD flavored breast milk, or like just something in the background that was just there. And you're like, Oh, this is funny.
0: I don't know, I think Bird Girl's funny, I think everybody should give it a chance, watch a few episodes. I'll give
1: season two a chance. I was just curious to know if it if it was any better than the first season because we didn't really care for it.
2: I don't think I watched more than the first three episodes, personally.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was not I was not impressed with it. But who knows? Uh, maybe I'll give the second season a try to at some point.
0: So. Pibby, uh, I think next we should talk about Aquadonk.
1: Why are you glossing over Pibby? It was on, uh... It was the April Fool's joke.
0: Wait, what the fuck is Pibby? You
1: you don't know what Pibby
0: is? Oh, it was, uh, that little rabbit that... Bon-Bon-Bon. Yeah, I could not stay up to watch that.
1: Well, nor could I, but I watched people have the clips online. Or you could watch the original short online.
2: I I had no idea what that was at first. I never saw the original short originally. Like I think I think I heard people talk about it, but I never actually saw it until
1: the April Fools thing happened. Hmm. It's fact, a cool concept. In fact I think it was I think they had the original short on HBO Max after the April Fools joke aired.
2: Maybe it's a cool concept if they ever do it the the april fools joke did nothing for me yeah but... it
1: was it was just in there mm. it was kind of like the the that one of those first years where they put in the farts and the and the beards
2: mm it's been a while since we've had like a really interesting april fools stunt mm. you're
0: going to feel like I, didn't
1: know, I think that was the last big one
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I mean, All
0: right, so let's talk about Aquadonk.
1: Yeah, what do you want to talk about? It was good.
0: It was fucking amazing.
1: Welcome back, Aqua teen
0: Welcome back, Aquatine.
1: I mean, even if it was short five minute clips, it's better than nothing.
0: It brought hand in a back, which I think a lot of people were happy about.
1: Not even once, but twice and then and then back to Mm -hmm. mc chris we got to see mcp pants back as a spider
0: i loved that one that was the best i think
1: Hmm. yeah i forget that whole that whole line where he's where he's like oh uh (laughs) they don't care about you your uh your kids I've, I've, I'm I'm blanking on the whole. I had the whole thing memorized because I watched it so many times.
0: Yeah, he's like telling the old guy that like his kids don't care about him, and then like old guy dies or something, and he's like the kids don't really care about him at all. And I don't know. I I thought it was hilarious.
1: Let's see what were the what were the episodes? I'm looking them up now. So there was Return of Ham Banana. There was the Brood Rap, which was absurd
0: oh that one was
1: good hmm. where was the broodwitch but it was a wrap uh MCP Pants University no sun-dried what
0: no sun dried tomatoes this time
1: mm-hmm. a lesson has been learned <laughs> and Moonmaster 9 beware the gorgotron which was basically our buddy Nick Ibbins doing a twitch uh, walkthrough of a game oh yeah i forgot the big i forget the big one for oh yeah i have a tiny penis <laughs> uh what was the other one? oh frat aliens hell week that was the one with the with uh the frat aliens and the other one voiced by the dude who do, did uh the trump impressions who's on snl now i forget his name now james james something something did the voice of the other alien uh, but there was that, there was Markula the Slumlord with the Plutonians, <laughs> Merlo- Merlo's Revenge on the Unbelievable Ron, oh, and my other favorite, the Dumbest Doll of All Time, Hand Banana's Demise. Oh, wait, no, that's the, oh, fucking wiki, fuck you. The Dumbest Doll, <laughs> the Dumbest Doll of All Time and Hand Banana's Demise was the last one. But they have it all, think- they have them both on one line.
2: <laughs> I think those last two are the only ones I missed. Because I think I watched the majority of the rest and I haven't gotten around to watching the last two. Hand Banana's Demise was weird
1: and outside of the the usual. Dumbest Doll of All Time you have to watch because it's basically a continuation of Dumber Dolls. Mm Mm-hmm. And they basically, they play off the Highlander uh, shtick. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, they're good. They're, they're not my favorite Aqua Teen stuff in the world, but they're good. good no, episodes. They,
1: they hold up on their own, and, and it's kind of funny because I, I, I was kind of – I kind of left thinking, like, are these supposed to be, like, continuations of when they – the original episodes? Because there's never any – you know, Aqua Teen has never had any continuity outside of, like, little background stuff. But yeah. they've always felt like they were maybe their own multiverse. Like for instance Well I guess Brute now, I guess technically it can't because Shake I think was Shake alive for the Brood rap episode? Yeah, because of the change. Okay, never mind.
0: Um number one, didn't they have Rabot in in the Aquedox in the mini series? I don't remember. And number two the biggest piece of continuity I've ever seen from that show is when they go to the mall, and it always has the giant rabot outline. You know
1: what? This wiki is missing mm-hmm. an episode, too, because there was an episode with, uh, what, uh, with uh, Cybernetic Ghost.
0: Mm-hmm. Where wow. he had to take all of his weapons out.
2: Oh, yeah. The mall
1: security one. Yeah, and I'm like, mm-hmm. why is he invisible? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's that cybernetic ghost. Like, mm. it, it took it took me a minute for that one.
0: Yeah. And then, I guess we should probably talk
1: about The Movie 2. Well, there's not really much to talk about. The, the sequel, The Movie Part 2, whatever you want to call it. Well, Just the fact that, supposedly, Dave said it's, it's set to come out in November, and a couple other people, I think, have said that. I'm skeptical because, I, I mean, maybe they'll announce it in a few weeks at the festival, but until I see something official on that, I mean, even if you see something official, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come out when they says they, it's going to come out, because yeah. remember how many times they delayed the original movie? In fact, there, there's the one part of the movie where, when at the beginning, when they have the, the tour the Girl Quest Tour, and, and the shirt says 2007, but then Frylock says 2005. Hmm. So, I mean, we'll say it's November, but we we here are not guaranteeing that it will be November. So, I mean, take that take that one with a grain of salt. It, it's gonna be awesome when it finally comes out, and yeah. maybe we can talk to some of the guys. I'm not even gonna bother with, uh, Asking, uh, out the out the proper through the proper outlet I'm just gonna go straight to Dave and say hey can we talk to you guys because I think my-
0: you know what, we could talk to him about many many things it doesn't have to be in the movie it could be like so Dave how are you how's your wife and your kids heard you're making a sequel that's pretty good also can we please talk about Kool-Aid for a while why Kool-Aid I don't know. I just like Kool Aid. Who doesn't? Like Adam's Kool-Aid? making a lot of Kool Aid.
1: I like Mio. I think I've become a Mio guy these days.
0: See, I can't do. I can't do like fake sugar. It makes me sick to my stomach. What do so. you
1: think? Oh, you you mix the powdered Kool Aid with the sugar?
0: No, you just mix powdered Kool Aid in a big pitcher of water, and then like oh, you, pour yourself. Oh, a you glass get
1: glass so you get so you get the Kool Aid powder with the sweetener in it. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Because anytime I've seen Kool-Aid within in the powder form, it's the one that Um has the that has nothing in it that you have to add your own sweetener.
0: Oh, one second. Do you add sugar to the Kool-Aid? Yeah, you have to. Oh, I thought it came without I thought it came with the sugar in it. Oh, well. Go back to your game. You add a cup. You can't
1: Kool-Aid doesn't automatically come with sugar. Oh, Oh. Oh! I didn't know that. I was wondering why our sugar was so low. I, I learned that the hard way. I did. It doesn't taste good without the sugar. Just
0: a flavor packet. We're still recording. Do you have anything to say to the audience? Add sugar to Kool-Aid. <laughs> there you go. At least a cup. Fly Dongus' words of wisdom. Oh, flydongus.com. Boy, you know. No, flydongus.biz. Just dongus.biz. Oh, dongus.biz. D-O-N-G-U-S.biz. Everyone, my husband has a beautiful airline. I will take you to wherever you need to go in the world. Mostly does not crash. Mostly. Yep. Uh, excellent, excellent flying. Usually, uh, can land a seven eighty seven in a tiny airport.
2: Free soup
1: on
0: every flight. Free soup on every flight. I mean, biz. Sweet. <sighs> All right. So I mean, we that's... talk. About, what we should talk about? Another movie, John.
1: We should. Well, is it the one? The one my wife and I both loved, and are wait can't wait to watch it on digital, and even bought the upcoming 4K steel book release. Yes, probably. The Bobby movie? Is it the Bobby? Bobby? Oh, such a great movie. Well, well well awaited. I don't, I still don't get why they had to, they couldn't be bothered releasing it on digital first. But, I mean, if that was their prerogative to put it out in theaters first and then have people wait, Forty-five, some odd days for the digital release. Okay, we we braved we braved uh, being stuck in the house. We wore our masks. We went to the theater. We enjoyed ourselves. It's it's a movie. It it you know you can see it's it's kind of a continuation of the last season because they kept alluding to the fact that the sidewalk out front of the store was breaking. I don't know if... Well, Trish, are you behind on this show?
0: Oh, yeah. I don't watch it regularly. But you watched the movie. I did not watch the movie. Oh. Well,
1: I I won't spoil it then, but basically it it picks up right after that. And uh, it's got... It it keeps the same... You can tell the animation is definitely beefed up. And uh, the thing that disappointed me and my wife was the fact that there are some good songs in it, but there's only like three songs... And the fact that the animation's a little bit more beefed up and it it maintains the same silliness that you've come to love from Bob's Burgers, but also uh, a lot of heart. And you find it and you finally find out why Louise wears the ears. Oh, wow. I think that's that's one of the big points of the movie.
0: Well, now I have to see it.
1: Yeah, it, it's out on digital on Tuesday and then, like I said, I pre-ordered the 4K release on uh, its Best Buy exclusive uh, steel case because that's a movie I need to own on 4K.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and my wife didn't complain, so
0: happy wife, happy life.
1: Exactly. I'm like, I'm buying this on 4K. She's like, go right ahead. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault you for spending money on something we have on digital already.
0: Oh, guys! It looks like we've covered everything in just two hours. Um, that ain't bad.
1: I could probably even split this up into two parts if I felt like it.
0: Yeah, maybe if you wanted to. I'm um, sure friends, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Russia, the Netherlands, and Mexico would really appreciate. And the U.S.
1: The U.S. pops in and out every now and again. I guess they're catching up on the. I guess they're catching up on like the last two episodes that we did because. We did, like I said at the beginning, we're we're trying to do quality, not quantity. And I feel like those last two episodes gave a lot of information because, well, I guess last three, because we did the one we did the one for when venture was canceled. And then we did the kind of the the deep dive on YOLO, which was fantastic. And then the last episode where we covered all of the ins and outs about HBO Max and the takeovers and acquisitions and firings Mm -hmm. and you know again quantity, quality over quantity and i just remembered
0: <clears throat> something we didn't talk about what the venture brothers preview for the movie
1: there was a preview oh the one that aired after robot chicken the that one uh the one
0: well i saw it on instagram
1: You'll, have, it, to, you'll um, have to link it to me, because I'm i thinking of something, and I don't know if it's the same thing no. that we're, that I'm thinking that you're thinking. Oh,
0: it was two weeks ago, it, it had, like, Hank and his girlfriend were, like, having a picnic, and um, mm-hmm. who's the tall, skinny one? Brock? Herbert. What is it?
1: Brock Samson?
0: No, no, no. The brother. Dermot? No.
1: Who's Dean.
0: Dean is like playing like a song for them and everything.
1: I have. I didn't no. even know this happened. Yeah, I didn't know either. I heard about this one. They had one where they like after Robot Chicken, like they did a puppet show with Doc and Jackson. Like that one, I oh. saw online. But Venture Brothers, and sure. No one tells me anything about Venture Brothers. Let me see if I can link it. Yeah, they did a puppet show with uh, The Monarch and uh, 21.
2: Yeah, I just found that one on YouTube. Let's see, what is this one?
1: And I'm sure Rilo would have had something about
2: it. There's an article from June 21st about Patrick Warburton talking about the movie?
1: Oh, yeah, I, I saw that, and that wasn't anything really to... yeah. It wasn't anything spectacular. He just said, yeah, he wrapped up his lines from the movie. That's cool. So it sounds like that shouldn't be too far behind then. If if he were, if he they're doing... It's probably more the animation end at this point. And you know how they get with the animation on Venture.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, if if Aqua Teen is coming out in November, maybe Venture is coming out in... August of twenty twenty five. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, sure. I mean, I mean that's adventures coming. That's
0: it is. It's hopeful. It is. Is there anything else we need to cover? No, I think we got everything.
1: Cool. I mean, and again, well, if, if anyone wants to write into us, if you want to, like, uh, like I said at the beginning, if you want to help us out on this, maybe we'll do it more often. If if there's more content news and and talent involved in the show we would do it more often so if you want to send us audition tapes send us questions send us news send us uh content send us crazy emails you know that don't have anything to do with adult swim that have to do with you know chinese pottery i don't know
0: we'll raise them
1: well read we I actually have a couple of emails we could read, but I don't want our, I usually save them for when we're low on content.
0: Yeah, so. you know, I think we've covered so much today. I think yes. it's 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 probably good we end now and anyway, podcasts with an S
1: at acpnet.net. dot net. You can visit us on the web. I mean Adult Swim Central is still a website, but there's nothing there right now. I'm trying to get a website built. If you want to help us build a website, that'd be cool, too. Um, ACPnet.net is a website. I'm trying to keep that updated as much as I can. We, we mostly do stuff on Twitch now, Twitch TV slash ACP Network, uh, Tuesday oh, and Thursday also, nights. we
0: should invite everyone out there to join our Discord, our Twitch. We do game night every Tuesday and Thursday. Yep. Uh, we play a lot of riff tracks. We play a lot of Jackbox. Yeah. Lots of... Pee pee jokes your car is about to expire you know mm, bruh we yeah, have fun yeah
1: I feel like doing riff tracks right now or maybe in a little while not probably not yeah. right now I need a break but uh yeah come join us come have fun otherwise we'll be back at some other point in time like I said if we have a get we might have a potential guest coming in sooner than later so maybe there'll be another episode maybe this will be split into two episodes. Nah, I'm I'm not going to split this into two episodes.
0: Too much work.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And too much time. Uh, So, yeah, we'll be back at another time and uh, enjoy us. You know, if you're listening to us uh, in, you know, in March of 2023, welcome. Uh, And we'll be (laughs) back at some other point, you know, if you want to come back in another year from now. So, like in 2024, we'll be back with a new episode. So, until then, night, everybody.
0: We love you. Bye. Brought to you by Dongas Airlines, Dongas.biz.
1: I like money. This has been an Adult Swim Central production. But Andy and his writing partner, writing partner Matt Mariska, who you might remember also from Code Monkeys as Dave, uh, from Dave and Jerry, they're developing a new show that's uh, in the vein of Code Monkeys called. I don't have it listed. Where the hell is my thing? A second ago. Damn it. It's called New York Comic Con. <laughs> it's called HBO Max Order Scavenger's Rain. No. It's called... Burning Burn- Earth. Burn- it's called Burning Earth, and it's... Eh, I'm going to start the whole thing over again. A C
2: E N.